Hello, and welcome to the Meeting Your Soul podcast. I'm Farrah, your host. And before I get started on today's topic, I want to thank all of you for listening. And if it's your first time, if you've listened to multiple episodes, whatever, or you are listening to a short clip, and this is the one clip that you've heard, thank you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. I designed this podcast as a way to be able to share my experiences to be able to make this world a better place for people to feel more prepared to handle the obstacles of life from a more compassionate place for themselves and the people around us and from a place of authenticity. Because ultimately, that's what we're really here for is to be able to express ourselves in the most genuine and heartfelt way so that we're able to connect on that more heart and human level instead of our egos, instead of our minds, instead of all the things that in life that tells us what makes us who we are. And I think that our true essence, the root of who each person is, is a part of that greater collective. One of my favorite quotes by Rumi, we are all small drop of the same ocean. And when we get back into that drop, and then we tap back into the ocean, we're able to connect with each other on a far greater scale than anything else allows us to. And that is something that's been immensely important to me and has actually been something that I've been striving and working towards for years now. Being able to speak truly from my heart and all that I do is a gift. And it's something that I try to share with everybody that I meet. Anytime I meet someone, I try to stay present. I try to be open to receive whatever download comes through me, whatever messages I meant to share. And it can be some random stuff. I'm telling you, I won't lie. I know I'm like super serious. Okay. Just a side side. So like, I really never know what's going to come out of my mouth nine times out of 10. And sometimes I do obviously, but then other times, like if I'm like with a client, I'm in real estate. So if I'm with a client and I'm talking through that, like something like statistics with them, I'm probably going to be a little more prescriptive about how I approach that. But in all honesty, I like really try to lean into more of a receptive mode. I try to breathe. I try to relax and just be really casual and genuine and speak from my heart. So it's always where I'm stepping from. So I was out in Bellevue with some of my girlfriends and we're sitting at this bar and they knew the bartender. So like we were chatting and this, so they were chatting with him. I didn't know him that well, but I was like standing up to the side and we were kind of just like check, check, chopping it up. And this, it was, anyways, there was this other guy walked up to us. I won't go into detail about who this was because it would be a dead giveaway. Um, but he um, started talking to us and we were all chatting and um, kind of an awkward guy. Let's be honest. Um, and then he was talking about how he won a prize and how he couldn't go on the prize because if he did, then he um, he would leave his cat at home. And his cat was extremely old, um, like like 20 or something. It was like 15, 20. It was an older cat, to say the least. And he was like, you know, I'd never forgive myself if I wasn't there when she passed away. And I was like, yeah. And so like, I'm like, you know, I'm just talking. We were talking for a little while. So this was an immediate. We were making small talk before that. And then we got into the cat conversation. And um, I just looked at him. <laughs> and I'm telling you, he this was so, this was received better than you could possibly imagine. But I was like, your cat's going to die. And I looked at him dead in the eye. And I was like, you can't not live your life because of your cat. And you're making that as an excuse for why you can't truly like step into the next version of who you are and to live life to the fullest. And it's, it's going to become like an issue. And like, you really need to just start getting yourself out there and really like experiencing what you're meant to, instead of making up reasons why you aren't allowed to. And 
he honestly was like, you know, you're right. And like, <laughs> let me talk about that. We just got in this big conversation and then my girlfriend's with me. She's like, what are you talking about? Let's go. So then I wrapped it up, but there's these moments I'm telling you where I just have certain things that come through me and I speak from my heart and I really do speak from this place of spirit. I am a conduit. I am a vessel for messages to be worked through me. And that's why I started the podcast. So full circle. This is why I created this is so that I'm able to share the things that are coming through me, the thoughts, the emotions, the experiences, and hopefully not always like that comes from my experience. It comes from spiritual texts that I've read, but it also comes from this higher power. I do feel like I am able to, um, kind of like release some deeper wisdoms into the world because of my soul and the connection that I have to it and the ability for me to be able to share it. And, um, that might sound really woo woo for you. And that's all good. And you don't even have to worry about it because I've been doing it this whole time. And if you've listened to multiple episodes, you didn't even know the difference, but I would say to really explore what that means for you. And so if you're curious about this, the next podcast I'm going to do is going to be all about how to speak from your heart, how to be able to express yourself, how to be able to articulate yourself from this heart-centered place. And it is something that does not come natural to me. And I'm intuitive. I'm naturally very intuitive, but I've got a lot of junk in my... (laughs) I said, I was going to say a lot of junk in my my throat, not my trunk, my throat, which sounds even worse, you guys. (laughs) Oh my God, that shit is out of control. My bad we're going to, that's not what I meant. I was talking about my blocked throat chakra because of honestly, I think heartbreak, me being told not to speak my mind, me being told that what I was saying was inappropriate or me being told it was hurtful or I I wasn't, I, you know, I, I would always, as a young kid, I would always speak the elephant in the room. It was not always well received to say the least. Um, and so I think as I got older and also went into high school and was a really nerdy, awkward kid when I was younger, you should see pictures of me in middle school. I posted some on the gram if you want to look, but, um, fair Gino, that front one is a winner, 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 chicken dinner. Um, I love myself though. And all of it. And I think I'm a more humble and affectionate and thoughtful and sincere person because of that, because I was not always the like cool kid. Like I really wasn't. And I was actually bullied and all these things. And so I had a lot of time where I like recognized the importance of respect of treating people with kindness, to be able to look at someone in the eye, to be able to, um, you know, give them the attention and to really see someone for who they are without any judgment. And, that's because I've had a really hard time accessing that within relationships with within people around me and within my life. And, um, that's actually what today's topic truly is, is just to be able to recognize like how to stop giving so many fucks. And I say this with the utmost respect because I think that, well, we'll go into this more, but because the first thing I would say is recognize what you give a fuck about and recognize what you don't give a fuck about. And the things that you give a fuck about people, experiences, your career, your passions, your um, hobby, whatever it is for you, double fucking down. Gary Vee always says that. What lights you up? What ignites your fire? What are the things and the people that feel, make you feel supported and loved and respected and like you belong? And those are the people to like hold on tight to. Those are the people to always respect, always be there for, and to love sincerely and unconditionally. And if shit goes awry, then shit goes awry and you come back to it and you work through it because those are the people that matter most and they deserve it. And I believe that 
through this process and through this, these last few years, in all honesty, I um, went through a period where I was really aligned. I was able to express myself very clearly and like share from this very like unfiltered place. And in all honesty, I had a, another job where one of my coworkers constantly was fucking with me, like literally was trying to make me look bad on purpose, would talk shit about me to like faculty and staff, like so inappropriate and like literally made me feel so unwelcome and uncomfortable in the workplace that I quit. I ultimately ended up leaving and was kind of like, fuck everybody in the process because I was like, damn, like you guys really just like tried to push me out. And it was, um, jealousy, you know, and she, she would make fun of the way that I spoke if I wasn't articulate, if I, cause I've always kind of spoke with a little bit of a slang and I, you know, and I have certain phrases I like to say, and like, she was very well educated. She grew up from Mercer Island, whatever that tells you who that is. That tells you who that is. But, um, she was very uptight. She was very insecure and she was really nasty and like, honestly, like a spoiled brat and like rich girl. And she just wanted me to go down. It drove her nuts that I was as successful as I was. It drove her nuts that I got promoted the way that I did. And it's because I was a fucking hard worker. Anyways, I work my ass off. I'm good with people and I do a good job. I'm intuitive and I am deliberate and diligent about what I put out into the world. And I do so from a place of care and love and, and honestly pride in my, in my career and in what I put out there into the world. And I do that with everything. My dad taught me that. And I grew up Japanese and it was always about doing it right, doing your best, no matter what. And I hold that very close to my heart in everything that I do. And so obviously when I'm in a position of power and I'm getting promoted and all these things are occurring, that that would naturally be something that I'm going to like go hard in and I'm going to make sure and to be successful and to represent my company well and the organization and everything involved in it and everyone around me. I had a team, I was a manager and I had five people underneath me. And so I was like literally trying to lift everyone up, encourage everybody. And it was just hell. It turned into such a hell because of like her desire to ruin me. And it was the most bizarre shit ever anyways. And, and this is not the first time this has occurred in my life. This has occurred multiple times with different, typically women that just don't like me. There's something about me that really fucks with them for some reason that triggers them and they will stop at nothing to find my flaws. Everyone has them. Never said I was perfect. Never like, trust me, I have so many flaws you don't even know. And that's the part that I think I come off very confident and secure within myself, especially now because I am far more than I have ever been in my life. Um, now that in this point in time in my life, and that's because I've been through fucking hell the past couple of years and I made it through and I'm never going back there. And if I didn't falter, if I didn't crumble and the shit that I went through, that's only it from here. And so I saw this one quote and it's like the people that have the brightest light have seen the darkest dark and it's, or some fucking thing like that. I don't know. And it's true because I, I'm a highly sensitive person, <laughs> like figuratively and literally, because like, I am just super sensitive. I'm a very soft soul. I am a very kind, just like loving, like love on you person, but I've been fucked with so much in my life from people I trusted to people that I never really trusted, never really liked, but had to be around to family, like 
I don't know what I do to bother people so much, but for some reason, it's a constant thing within my life. And I'm trying my best. And I'm, so I'm a highly sensitive person. So one, I feel all of those things when I feel like people are coming at me or attacking me. And I'm also just take things personally sometimes. So maybe people aren't trying to attack me or like personally assault me, but I'm taking it that way. Whatever. Um, I'm a cancer. Okay. Like we just take things a little personally, more personal. So then that's also been a part of my journey is like how to take things less personal and not to take it to heart, to recognize that might not have anything to do with me. And so then I so, 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 so aware of like recognizing, does this have anything to do with me? Does it not have anything to do with me? Did I do something? Did I fuck up somewhere? Did I make them feel some sort of way? But at, and I, and I'm very, 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 very aware of that because I recognize that sometimes I can do things to hurt people's feelings and I didn't know that I did. And we can all do that to each other, right? That can happen to anyone. And so I try to reflect, I try to be a conscious person in that way to be like, did I do something like, did I trigger them? Did I say something kind of fucked up? Like, did I like make them feel small? Like, you know, like, I don't know. Like, and I, and I can just like spout shit off sometimes. I'm just in the zone. I'm just like in a mood. I don't know. I can, things, shit happens. Okay. Um, so I can do that. And so I, I, I try to always be conscious of that, but then I think what a lot of people don't, and, and for some reason, I think I try really hard in a lot of areas of my life and I try to do well. And I try to be very like professional and I'm a little bit of a perfectionist. It definitely is a part of me too. And I am, but the reason why I'm this way is because I'm so incredibly hard on myself. And that's what I think a lot of times when people see people that feel like, that look like they have it all together, it's because I'm thinking through every goddamn thing that I do. I am trying to be intentional. I am trying to meditate every day. I'm trying to work out every day. I'm trying to take care of my kid. I'm trying to be the best mother I can possibly be. I'm trying to be good at my job. I'm trying to grow as an individual. I'm trying to be job, good at multi, my multiple jobs that I have. Like I am putting so much effort into being the best version of myself because I believe that that's what I deserve and that's what the people around me deserve. And I recognize that I am not naturally optimistic. I am not naturally someone who's confident. I am not naturally someone who has all of their shit together. I have to work at it. I work at it every goddamn day. And so I think that people think like, oh, this is so easy for her. This is just the way she is. And it's not. I've worked my entire life to be able to get to this point. And to say that I've been through some murky waters would be an understatement. And there's been moments where I've been in deep depressions where I barely could get out of bed. So, and that was a time after I left that most recent job or the the job that I was in when the girl was fucking with me. And I, um, I felt like a failure. I felt like you know, sometimes people don't, you never know the battles people are experiencing within their life. And I think that also is why I'm so kind to people. And I try to be so nice to people because I don't know what's going on with them. They might be having a bad day. They might have their own shit going on. There might be a million other fucking reasons why they're treating me the way that they're going to treat me. But all I know what I can do is I can come from a place of authenticity, of integrity, and most importantly, from a place of compassion. And I think there's been points in my life, and I think we've all been there. How, like, I, don't, I just was out with some friends the other week, and I was talking, like, this guy, he was so nice, super nice. I was out with some guy friends. 
like truly just guy friends. And, um, they, this one dude like went, was at the bar or something like that, went to order a drink for one, like a guy that was standing next to him, just totally trying to be nice. And I saw it happen. And then the guy was like, why are you trying to buy me a drink, bro? Like called him out and then was so disrespectful to him. And then he was like, watch your gun, you know? And then he was like, man, I can't even get mad. And he was a man of color. And he was like, I can't even get mad because if I do, then who's the person's getting kicked out. And that's the dude that's the asshole. And now I can't respond. I can't check him because I'm going to then turn into the guy that's starting the trouble. And that's what it comes down to. It's like people can be so passive aggressive and poke you in so many different ways. And then when you retaliate, then you're the bad guy. And it's manipulative and it's vindictive and it's just really fucking petty. And I recognize this now and I'm trying to be better about how I react to it because at the end of the day, and this is the bigger point that I want to come back to. And this is what I actually spoke to him about. I kind of pulled him away and was like, here, come on, let's walk over here. Fuck that dude, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, and then he was like, no, it's just frustrating for me. And so we were talking through it and I was like, I get it. I get it. It's hard to keep your cool when people are intentionally fucking with you, right? Am I right though? Like we've all been there. We've all been there. And it's like, why you gotta fuck with me, bro? Like I'm just a nice person. I'm just trying to like be me and I want you to do you. And for some reason you're like literally like assaulting me in some way, even energetically. And it's one of those things where I'm just like, damn. And so we talked through it and I was like, you know what? Not worth it. You know, like that dude's like, and I was like, looked at him and I was like, karma's a bitch, man. Do what's right by you. Do what you feel like is right in your heart. Stand up for yourself, own your space, but then also come from a place of compassion and recognize, is this really something that needs to be an issue? Or can this be something that you take a step back and really just like, listen to yourself about? And we, we talked through it and he, he calmed down. He's like, you know, what? I'm fine. It's no big deal, blah, blah, blah. And we talked through it and he was like, I'm really happy. Thank you for talking to me about it. And I was like, I got you, man, man. We got to stick together in these parts because it's hard. It's hard to be able to like keep your cool when you feel like someone's really actually intentionally trying to hurt you. And that's something that I've struggled with. So I have either leaned into very hardcore, passive, take it, no big deal, I don't hear like, it's not happening, turn a blind eye, like whatever. And this has been relationships, friendships across the board. And then I then swung very far the other direction. And if it happens multiple times, or I feel like it's turning into a theme, I will clap back. And I clap back a little more aggressively than some. So once I am triggered in that way, and I feel like someone is intentionally hurting me multiple times, I very much retaliate. It's not something I'm proud of though. And that is what I'm working on the most right now within my life is to not retaliate and to come from a place of compassion no matter what, because I cannot control how others act, but I can control how I respond. Say it with me. I cannot control what others do, but I can control how I react. And that gives you the power back, right? No matter what's going on around you, no matter what's happening, take your power back, be able to take your energy back, what you're focusing on, what you're paying attention to, what you're listening to, what you're looking at, how you are responding and the emotions that are arising within you. Take it back, become aware of it, feel into it from, but not from a place of manipulation or even like 
uh, what's revenge. So I was like, what word is this? Um, revenge, like, but just to really just be in it because you know why it's triggering you is because it's hurting you. You're feeling upset. You're getting sad for a reason and that's okay. So like be hurt, be sad, be angry, scream, punch a pillow, cry, whatever it is, allow yourself to feel into it and get down to the root of it. Because maybe it's not that particular person or even what they did, but like the long line of the other things that have occurred in your life leading up to it, then just remind you of this time. Once again, this is occurring. And I've talked to a few friends about this recently. And that's honestly what inspired me to do the podcast is I was talking to a girlfriend about this situation that she has that she's occurring and she's just like what the fuck and I'm like man I feel this so much and like I'm so sorry because I've been there so many times and you just can't give a fuck (laughs) and that was my solution so I was like girl it's not fucking worth it it's not fucking worth your time or energy and like if it is then handle handle your stuff right But if it's not, what can you do? What do you have control over? What can you kind of like maneuver within your environment for you to feel more at peace, for you to be able to express yourself, to be able to share your truth, to be able to talk through it, to be able to understand how you feel about it. And to be able, if especially if it's someone that means a lot to you, to be able to talk through them about it with them and to not just retreat, not to just shut down and not to just angry and lash out. And it's so easy for those to be the two extremes. At least for me, that's what I do. And I'll either retreat, I'll shut down completely and just remove myself, or I'll light the motherfucker up. And that's, that's what I'm trying not to do these days. So I tell you what, my mouth is fucking horrendous. And I don't just say like, like superficial things. Like I see people's cores. I'm very intuitive. I know people's truth and I can speak those truths out loud. And the truth, I see all of people's truths. Okay. And oh. I just, mm, it shouldn't be said out loud. And so that's why I try not to do it because when I do, it ruins people, you know, like it like breaks on my nail. I ruined a lot of people now. And I just, and after, and I always justified it when like they deserved it or they hurt me first or they did this and, you know, but no, they didn't. They never do. And I always feel guilty afterwards and I always feel sad and I always feel bad about it. And so I've chosen because this has been a theme since I was in middle school. And so I tried to reduce how much I did it. I'm trying to then push it all down, not to react, not to react, not to react. But then eventually then people take advantage of you or they try to push you or they're pushing your buttons intentionally. And it's just like, man, motherfucker, leave me alone. I'm trying not to lose lose my shit. And so eventually though, it comes to a point, (laughs) just making sure I'm still on track here, guys, um, is that... You need to be able to take a step back, feel your feelings, don't repress them. Feel your feelings first and foremost, because otherwise it's going to accumulate, it's going to bubble up, and then you're going to explode. And so if you handle them in the moment as they come up, it'll just be a little bit more of a diffused ex- like expression of whatever is going on versus a full volcanic like some action where the lava is pouring out and you're ruining villages, okay? We don't want to do that. So taking that moment to be able to listen to yourself, to be able to feel in it, to be really honest with yourself about what is coming up to the surface and why, and getting to the root cause of it. If you want to journal about it, if you want to talk to another friend about it, I always be cautious, like 
we're not just trying to talk shit about people, but like, it is like, if you need to vent about it and you feel like that person's going to be a neutral third party, that's just going to hold space for you. It's a part of the drama triangle. Holding space for someone and not inducing drama is just to be able to be there, hold space for them, love on them and hear them out and validate what they're experiencing. Empathize with them first and foremost, right? And ask, even when you talk to someone like, Hey, I don't really want to like get into it, but like, I just need to say some stuff out loud. Just like, listen and like, don't even say anything back. Cause I don't even really know if I want to hear the answer, <laughs> right? Like we've all been there. And sometimes we don't tell people that before and they start giving you advice. You're like, I don't want your advice. It's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So just like give them preface it and have some good friends out there, like multiple friends that you can trust and that you rely on that, you know, are going to like have your best interests at heart. And then the longer term, what's going to be like a viable situation for all parties involved, especially if they know the people too. So I would say take a moment to think about it, feel into it, write about it, talk about it, draw about it, paint, write a song about it, whatever, whatever you want to do, however you want to express yourself, play the violin. Albert Einstein used to do that all the time. It was one of his ways to let out his frustrations and to get himself to think creatively was to play the violin. And it's like, and it's in all of his autobiographies. Anyways, I'm fascinated with his life and that's a huge part of it. And so like, I think we all have our outlets and I just really encourage you to figure out which one that is for you, especially when it comes to like anger or sadness. And one thing I always do, and honestly, it's been such a game changer for me is I love to dance. I I love to dance all the time, but like if I'm upset or if I'm in a funk, I will literally put on my favorite, like groove it to it, do it, do it, do your dance too. Sorry. (laughs) I did just a couple days ago. I was listening to YG do your dance. Anyways, that's one of my songs too. But like, I just listen to that kind of music all the time. But if you find a couple songs, put it on, blare it, sing, move your body, get that shit out of you, get the energy, get the emotions, get all that, let it pull up to the surface and to be able to reset so that you're able to access that energy and to hopefully let it dissipate, to hopefully let you release it, to be able to be able to ground back into you and hopefully be a little more level-headed about whatever's going on. Okay. So feel it, think about it, write about it, express it, whatever way that is for you. And then from there, really develop a plan that makes you feel like a little bit more comfortable and how you want to approach the situation. So like, I'm I'm talking about this, like how to not give a fuck because so much of like the power that we give other people and our reactions to them is really beyond taking the control and the power out of our hands. When we keep it within ourselves, when we heal through it, when we lean into it, we're able to actually offer whatever the situation is a lot more compassion. And when you're working from a place of compassion, you're not going to have as negative as a a reaction to whatever they're doing, right? So then it's like looking at it from their point of view, looking, taking it from their shoes, being like, what can I control? What can I control? What is important about this? How much does this really matter to me? In the grand scheme of life, how much is this going to influence my existence and where I'm at? Like, it is really one of those moments where you have to like evaluate what truly deserves your time and energy and what you're willing to take your peace, like protect your peace at all costs. And that's very vital for me, especially within my life, because I had an environment within my life where I did not, I could not be in peace where I was. If that was at work, if that was at home, there's been multiple situations where I've ran up against this and within my life. And 
once it got to that point, I tend to retreat or retaliate. And so I've very much been in this point of view of like, no, express your needs, talk about it, bring it up, be able to have these moments so that hopefully, and the intention behind all of this is to be able to work through it, right? To be able to galvanize a relationship, to be able to talk about something, to be able to forgive, to be able to forget, to be able to say, I'm sorry, this is why I did this. My bad. Like our minds can make up a lot of stories about what's going on about a situation that doesn't always have facts involved with it. It's a lot of emotion. It's a lot of perception. It's a lot of biases. And so when you give yourself permission to really just be in it, it's a beautiful thing because then you can kind of take a step back and hopefully be able to dissolve whatever's going on from a place of clarity and from a place of love. Be able to kind of work through your feelings on it, to be able to ultimately be able to hopefully come to some kind of conclusion or resolution that feels comfortable for you. If that's internally, if that's externally, what have you have a conversation or be able to just come to peace with whatever's occurred and either like set some boundaries, be able to then maybe remove yourself from a certain situation to be able to even energetically process how much energy do I want this to give and how much am I willing to offer and how much am I going to then keep in my reserves for myself and for my, the people that do matter and the people that are important to me. And it's, it's a difficult line to cross, like, walk along because it's really easy to get lost in it all to be able to like again to retaliate to feed into it to like let it blow you up and it's like don't this is something that I've been working on for years I literally used to say every morning how others view me is not how I need to view myself say it with me how others view me is not how I need to view myself How other people value me does not determine how much I value myself. How people see me is not how I see myself. I know my true essence. I know my intentions. I know who I am. And I am so rooted and confident within who that is now that I can't be like, I'm unfuckable. In that way, it's like, you're not going to make me feel like I am a shitty human being because I know I'm not. Like I'm really not. So like, And I will, and that's because I damn well try not to be, you know, like we can all be shitty human beings if we wanted to be. And it's like, no, like I'm not, I'm not a liar. I tell the truth. I treat people with respect. I treat people with kindness. And like, again, no one's perfect. I definitely have had my fallouts. And let's be honest, I'm telling you, these past couple months have been a fucking doozy, right? Like, I feel like there's so much shadow coming up. There's so many things that we're, I'm working on and all, and collectively, everyone that I speak to, I feel like is going through a similar boat. And so it's like, let's offer each other compassion. Let's offer each other kindness as we move through it together. But let's move through it together and from a place of curiosity. And when we move from a place of curiosity, then it's like, what is this taking the the stance of what is this meant to teach me? How can this help me grow? How can this help me become a better person? And not being oblivious to the fact that maybe there's other things that people, especially people close to you are seeing within you that you might not recognize within yourself yet. And being really open to the fact that maybe they're they're pointing something out to you, and there's an opportunity for you to be able to change, to be able to shift, and to hopefully be able to become a more elevated version of who you are. And that's why I always I was talking about this before: is like be curious about what people are saying to you. Like really reflect: did I say anything? Could I have triggered them in some way? Like what did I do? What was my role? What was my part to play within all of this? It takes two to tango.
right? So like, just recognize it. And maybe it's nothing. And maybe it truly is nothing. So I'm not going to say every time something's your fault, but like, maybe it really is nothing. And they're just having a fucking bad day. And they're just lighting people up for no goddamn reason. Trust me. Been in that situation too, or someone's just pissed off on the freeway, or they're like darting around or someone gets mad because like, anyways, I got someone literally everywhere was during COVID. I was driving and I was so like, anyways, I had my daughter in my car. She was like one years old at the time, maybe even younger than that. And, um, this guy, like, it was like one of those things I was taking a left-hand turn. And then there was like a yield sign for the other side. And they were also, they were taking right-hand turns. So I had a green light, I pulled off and then the other person in the lanes merged. And so as the lanes merged, he came into lane. I came into lane. We then went up. I didn't honestly, like, I didn't really see him, but he was right behind me. So I think I like may have, I may have cut him off, but I admit again, own your world. I may have cut him off, but at the end of the day, and this is not me trying to be right about it. He had the yield sign. So like technically he's supposed to yield to me as I emerge into this lane. So then, and I know right hand has a right turns have priority, but in that particular sense, because I had a green light, I think I had anyways. So then I was like, what the fuck? And so anyways, I'm sitting in my car. I don't even notice it. And then dude comes up to my fucking window. He comes to my window and is banging at my window. And I look at him and I, I also went through de-escalation training um, as part of crisis work. So like, I'm actually kind of abnormally good in these situations, but I looked at him and I go, what are you doing? And I looked at his car and I looked at him and he looked in my car and saw my child in the back seat. And I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I was like, what is wrong with you? And he was like, and he would like threw his arms up and went back into his car. But in my mind, I was like, bro, you were not even in the right. And I hope that you come back to this intersection and realize you were supposed to yield. And so I was just like, this is so nuts. This is so crazy. And what am I wrong? I'm totally, I, now I'm like questioning. I'm like, dude, did I make that up? Did he have the right away? Who knows? And so I, again, did not react. I wasn't rude to him. I didn't line him up. I didn't freak out. Also, I'm like, Kim in the car. So I'm like, I'm not going to put myself in a dangerous situation from, from some stranger that God knows what he's up to. I was like, no, no, no. Like we're removing ourselves from the situation ASAP. Anyways, and, um, so it's one of those things where like people could just be having a bad day. And again, you can't control that. Right. So like being compassionate and being receptive to hear someone out, to be able to offer an empathetic like perspective and just say like, man, are you all right? Or are you having a bad day? There's that, like one like video going around and it's like, this girl is, um, this little girl's crying. And she's like, ah, and then her, like, it looks like her older brother is like, wow, did you take a nap today? And she's like, no. And he's like, maybe you should. Sometimes we need to eat food. Sometimes we need to go for a walk outside. Sometimes we need to take a nap. And we might be a tad grumpy if we don't do those things. So recognize your own energy. Recognize how you're showing up. Recognizing what you're putting out into the universe and what's ricocheting back to you. Okay. And that's the ownership piece of it. We are mirrors to our world, our our words, worlds are mirrors to us. And so it's really easy to just like get lost in blaming others. But again, that gives the power to someone else takes out of your hands. And it removes your possibility of moving forward from an empowered place, be able to look at yourself, recognize what's going on, be able to take the lessons with it and then move the fuck on. And that's where it comes down to move the fuck on because like at the end of the day, there's no reason to like ruminate about it. It's no reason to roll around in the shame, the regret, none of that. Like take what you can learn from it 
and keep on trucking. And trust me, again, I'm a cancer. We love to think about the past. We love to beat ourselves up. But there's no point because what good does it do? None. None. I can tell you that much right now. None. So let it go. Okay? That's for you, okay? Let that shit go. Don't hold on to that anymore. Let it be and recognize that it, the past is the past and there's nothing you can do to change that. But what you can do is you can change the present moment. The only thing we have control over in our lives is the present moment. So what are you going to do about it right now? What are you going to do about it today? In this moment, in this second, what are you going to do about whatever your circumstances are? Or how are you going to show up? How is your, how are you going to put, what, what are you going to infuse in the environment around you? How are you going to show up for other people? How can you try to make this world a better place by allowing yourself to feel who you are, to show up truthfully and hopefully be able to connect with people on a deeper and more genuine level because of it. And I think ultimately loving yourself no matter what is the key part of all of this. You know, love yourself. Love who you are today. You are unique. You are not meant for everyone. Not everyone is meant to like you. So if they don't, move the fuck on. There's billions of other people that will. (laughs) And it's like, so many people, it's so hard to, you want to be liked by everyone. That's my, I'm a big people pleaser, a recovering people pleaser, as I like to call myself. But like, we are, it's easy for us to be able to want to be liked, to want to do the right thing, to be able to fix it. And sometimes it can't be fixed. We can't force someone to forgive us. We can't force someone to see it from our side. There's just not, there's, there's nothing you can do about it. Again, that's when it comes to out of your control. So what can you control? Again, bring it back into it to say that I literally have that conversation with myself multiple times a day is not an understatement. What can I control? What can I control? What can I focus on that I can control? And I shift my attention to that. What can I control in that front? How can I show up? What can I put into motion to be able to hopefully resolve whatever is occurring? But again, ultimately I'm not in control. I can't change it. I can't make it better. I can't shift anything. So all I can do is just do what I do be a good person, be kind, be loving, show up fully and see how the cookie crumbles. All right. You see how the cookie crumbles and then you surrender, you let go and you allow yourself to be able to direct your attention towards the things you can control. And also ultimately into the person that you're trying to become because we're constantly changing. So like, how do I want to become a better human being? How do I want to show up for my friends? How do I want them to feel? How do I want my family to feel? How do I want my daughter to feel? Like, it's so hard because I, I know for me, I'm getting pulled in so many different directions all the time. And I try so hard to do right by everyone. But it's difficult. You know what? It's hard. And it's one of those things where you just got to keep trucking and you got to keep trying. And ultimately, like, you'll get there. I believe that. I tell you that much right now, you'll get there. It just might take a, a few, oh man, I tell you, a few fat, flat face falls. And those never really stop, I swear to you. I fall in the place all the time, figured. Well, literally, I actually am kind of clumsy, so I do fall a lot too. But And it's one of those things where I keep taking the lessons, I keep learning from it, I keep growing from it. And being a kinder and more loving human being because of it. Because you know what? Why not? Why not? 
you're not meant to be like anyone else other than yourself. So trust and believe in that too. This world is a really big place and it's scary. And there's a lot of people out there that are doing shitty things for shitty reasons. And there's also nothing you can do to control that. And don't let heart in you. Don't make it, you feel like you can't be a soft and loving person because of it. Like, I definitely think I've hardened a lot because of the last like few years in life and situations. And I'm now trying to re-soften myself because then I feel like I'm closing myself off from the real blessings within my life because I'm not able to allow anything else in. I'm so guarded. I'm so turned off, like energetically from allowing people to be able to, for me to receive their love. But people can feel really, you know, slighted by that. And I try my best, but like, it gets hard, you know, and it's not and like our energetic, you know, savings accounts are going to depend on what's going on, what we have, who we're around, what we've been up to recently. So just be kind, first and foremost, to yourself. We treat others how we treat ourselves. So how do you want others to be treated and then start there? Because we're the hardest on ourselves. We're the most critical. So it's like, if you're able to love yourself, I guarantee you will be kinder and more willing to give a pass for other people because you recognize we all, no one is perfect. Nobody's perfect. We're all going to do things we regret. We're all going to say the wrong things. We're all going to do the wrong things. But what we can always do is jump back and to be able to assess, to be able to figure out what makes the most sense, and then to hopefully be able to evolve to be able to continue to become a better person, to become the best version of you so that you can live your dharma, your truth, what you are actually destined on this earth to do. I've been thinking so much about free will lately and how there can be a destiny. There can be something that is designed and meant to happen, but there's always free will. Humans always have the choice to do that or not do that. And so it's really easy sometimes for us to get lost and we get off track and we're going down a road we don't even know why we're there and we definitely don't like it. But at the same time, there's only so much that we can do. And it's like taking the moments and the time to be able to still yourself, still your heart. Well, don't still your heart, don't, you know, don't die. Um, but like still your mind, still your breath, slow it down. Be very intentional about that. Lean into the present moment. And I have a ton of different meditations. If you're interested in looking this up, Jay Shetty is one of my favorite ones where you go through the five senses, like five things you can see, four things you can touch, three things that you can hear, two things that you can smell, and one thing that you can taste. And so you do the five senses that way, and it's kind of cool. And that just gives you the opportunity to, again, switch gears root back in, become more receptive, listen to your heart and come from that space and all that you do. And that's not easy to do, especially when people are trying to fuck with you, man. I tell you what, I'll tell you what, I get it. And you're not wrong. If you lose your temper, it's, you're not wrong. If you have a moment, you're not wrong. If you try to shove people away, but what is it trying to teach you? What are you learning and how can you grow? And if you come from it from that perspective, you'll never become complacent. You'll never get stuck because ultimately you know that there's a higher place for you to be in the first place. Let's return back to the ocean together. Let's take these little individual drops, return them into the ocean and recognize that we are all connected. So treating people with kindness and respect is just a courtesy 
it's something that's just validated no matter what anyone else is doing around us. And that's the part where I just get a little testy when people are hurtful because I'm like, hey, I could hurt too, but I don't, you know? All right, I'm just reviewing my notes. And I think the last thing that I... Actually, okay, I'm going to talk... The last thing I wanted to share is accept what you can't change and just be really intentional about where you direct your energy. And I um, and I think those two things alone will make a big shift for you. If you've read The Four Agreements, it's an incredible book. And it kind of touches on all of these things and definitely have been a staple for me for many years. But it's like, speak with integrity, be kind to yourself and others, and do right by them. Don't start drama, don't gossip. Like If you do those things, reduce those things, there is a high likelihood there's good karma waiting for you on the other side of that. Number two, don't take things personally. Number three, oh, I know number four is always do your best. And then number three, I literally just did a podcast on it. Why do I always forget this one? Always do your best. Don't take things personally. Speak with integrity. And, oh, shit. That's going to drive me crazy. Why did I forget? I don't know. It's all good. Give me a second. The four agreements summary. Don't make assumptions. Oh my God. And that's the thing is don't make assumptions. So much of this roots down to assumptions on both sides. Usually someone makes like, if someone's like rude to you, like super fucking rude, there's probably a reason why they think you deserve it in some way. And maybe you don't know what that is yet, but maybe try to find that out. Especially if it's a friend, you know, it's like, what did I do? What's going on? And be receptive to whatever they say. Don't try to get defensive. Don't tell them that you're, they're wrong. Why? Like I shouldn't, like I never deserved that. I know I didn't mean it that way. None of those things matter because their feelings are valid and their feelings are their feelings. So however they feel about it, it is what it is. So lean into the fact that there's an opportunity for you to be curious, to be able to listen, to be able to get to know that person better, to learn something new about that person and to hopefully be able to show up as a more loving person for that person as well, you know, or even for yourself. We all are working on our own stuff. There's so much more going on behind the scenes than anyone ever knows on the surface. And it's like trusting that people are doing their best, that they're trying. And there's some, yes, there's a lot of shitty people out there that are not giving two fucks. But at the same time, they're probably there for a reason too. So like there's a greater plan at play and just lean into what that means. And that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to discuss. I am so grateful again for all of you listening in to be able to like just allow yourself to be open to this idea. And if you're a highly sensitive person, Girl, I feel you, guy. I feel you. A bad look can, like, fuck up your day. <laughs> like, have you been there before where someone gives you this dirty stare? You don't even know that. And they give you this dirty look, and you're like, damn. Like, what the fuck, man? What did I do? And honestly, it could have just you been being you. And I think the, the bigger I get, the shy, brighter I shine. 
I say this like from the most utmost like humble place, but like the bigger I get with myself and just like my confidence. Cause again, like I said at the beginning of this podcast, I was extremely uncomfortable and insecure for most of my life. So like it, within the last 10 years is something where I was able to really stand in my power and even consider it. And when I think about all the things I've gone through in order for me to be able to be a, a better version of myself, and also just the retaliation I've received across the board from so many different people. You have no idea. P- and truly people trying to fuck with me. And I just decided at a certain point that how other view, view me is not how I view myself. And I'm going to do my best and I'm going to apologize when I need to apologize. I'm going to stand up and what I do, like, I'm going to be kind when I need to be kind. I'm going to be as honest and loyal and thoughtful as I can compassionately be. And sometimes that's still not going to be enough. And you have to accept that that just might be the case and there's nothing you can do about that. And giving yourself the opportunity to just speak your mind, be yourself, own you, the right tribe, the right people, the right things, the right experiences, the right job, everything will then start coming into play. And there's sometimes this underestimating of like, oh, like once I have this, everything will be good. Once I do this, everything will be good. And that's usually not the case. It's more of like your shit in order and everything else then outside of that falls into place. Because think we're an energetic being. We are attracting things into our lives. So if you don't, if you're putting out shit into the world, you're going to get shit back. Karma. And it's so unfortunate that I tell you what, I feel like, I, I don't know what I did to just do some stuff, but at the end of the day, peace and love, man, compassion, love. It's the only thing that really matters in this world. It's the only thing we remember, and it's the only thing that brings us back to our soul and our essence. And I'm so good with that. But I don't really care about the rest. I'll be kind. I'll be loving. I'll show up. But then also, like, have, again, those people that you can be 100% you with, that you can express yourself with, that you can talk to people with, so that you're not just, like, letting it all bubble up to the surface. You're not just, like, denying yourself the ability to feel and feel into it 100%. Okay? All right. I love you. Thank you for participating. Thank you for listening. And I can't wait to see you again. If you're on the gram, I'm at, at Ferrochino, F-E-R-R-C-H-I-N-O, same as my tagline for YouTube.